0: Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. What's up, everybody? It's Friday, May twelfth, two 2023. Episode number 223 is coming at you. Thanks to Haley, my daughter. She's the one that does the voice in my intro, and I really appreciate that. Last weekend, we are at Ventura, the short track. Really didn't know what to expect going in there, but uh, it was a pretty cool weekend. I flew into Santa Barbara and took the 45-minute drive down the coast and that was a beautiful drive. You to look at the ocean, watch people surf, and got to check out all the beautiful scenery and went uh, straight to the track, checked it out. They had some DG on top of the racetrack when I got there, which is decomposed granite. Uh, they worked that into the dirt, and the next morning they put a bunch of dirt on top of the de- decomposed granite, put some more dirt on top, and then before practice, there was more DG on top. So it was a, it was a cushion early on And then later on, it looked like they kind of overwatered it. And then it kind of brushed off as the night went on. But I'll talk a little bit more about that here in just a minute. Uh, The one thing I do want to talk about is how full the grandstands were. Uh, There was a drone shot. The line was super long. Even during opening ceremonies, there was a long line to get in. So I think it may be just a, a late arriving crowd. You know, who knows where those people came from. There's always traffic out there. A lot of people maybe came in from L.A., also our friends with ascot were there and i filled up a bag and spent a lot of money shopping i got about i think four t-shirts and a hat this time maybe five t-shirts and a hat i lost track but uh anytime i see the folks from ascot i gotta go shopping uh the first class i want to talk about there at ventura was the hooligans and uh, they had one hard get off in practice and I think that was brad spencer and hopefully he's okay he did get up on his own power and got into the back of the ambulance so that was good but uh tyler clark from missoula montana did get up there and take the win so i was a long ways home you know a long ways from home just to come to race one short track but uh he's riding harley davidson and he's sponsored by grizzly harley davidson and montgomery distillery so uh i met him last year at lords of dirt there in missoula montana and i'll be doing that race again the day after the Castle Rock TT. So it was a long drive last year, but it was to- totally worth it. But uh, hats off to Tyler Clark taking the win. Tony Alves, I think I was calling him Alves on the on the broadcast, but I believe it's Alves from San Jose got second. And then Sam Cover came from the second row. He was also a rider from far away from Spokane Valley, Washington. So Montana, California, and Washington in the top three in the hooligan class royal infield it's the royal infield bill train race and it was kenzie luker which is andrew luker's wife she took the win and uh, she won by uh, about a half a second over M- morgan monroe who won the last round at the devil's bowl and zaria martin's another top three finish mckenna hyatt was fourth and shasta larue from bennett colorado a long ways from home finished up in that fifth spot and shasta is asking me for a, a nickname, so I'll have to see what I can find for her. But uh, it's always fun whenever uh, the riders and teams and, and people ask me for nicknames. Um, I enjoy working on that. Of course, I get all the help I can from uh, you know from the fans, from people that, that are around that particular rider, and uh, see if I can come up with something good. But uh, I think my producer, Brad Jones, said, Fasta Shasta," And I think somebody actually messaged me that and said the same, exact same thing. AFT singles, man, what a race that main event was. Uh, the racetrack uh, started brushing off again. I, I said just a few moments ago that that they, the track brushed off. Well, I think they actually overwatered it at one point, and when they graded it off, they graded off a lot of the DG or the loose stuff that was making it kind of like a pea gravel or a cushion short track. So I think they graded off some of that, but during the singles main some of the riders still went up to the high line and used it. Cody Kopp was up there. Chase Sadoff went up there. Morgan Mishler, a rider that I thought would have been up there, he settled in and ran about the middle, sometimes the bottom of the racetrack, but what a race between Cody Cop and Chase Sadoff. Those two have been racing each other, you know, most of their careers, you know, starting at the very young age as amateurs, and they put on one heck of a battle, and Sadoff did everything but fall off the motorcycle. He went in a couple times too hot, and tried blocking cody and cody just didn't have nothing uh you know nothing to do with that and held him off but sat off maybe trying a little bit too hard i noticed that his shield was fogging up it was a chilly night right there by the ocean i mean the track is right there right by the ocean and when we got to the track there's actually water in the infield so that's how low a, to sea level it is but uh sat off shield was fogging up just a little bit and uh, i don't know if that got in his head or if he was just uh just wasn't his night. But Sadoff's win is coming for sure. Taking a look at the results, Cody Cop again, your winner. Sadoff second. Mischler third. Max Whale fourth. Trevor Bruner, the highest finishing Yamaha right there in fifth. Trent Lowe sixth. Tom Drain seventh. Cole Fredericks in a good run ninth. Justin Jones is tenth. And Dalton Gautier sitting second in the points was off a little bit. End up in that tenth spot. I know they'd switch bikes right in the middle of practice and qualifying. Got out there and only got one one or two laps in that first round of qualifying, so he had to recover, put himself behind the eight ball just a little bit, but a nice recovery for him to get a tenth place finish. Uh, Super Twins, as I predicted last week on the podcast, you know the same three uh, riders up front, and uh, you know I, I I really thought JD would win it um, just because he won the two short tracks last year, but I also know how fast Dallas was at Daytona, so it's no surprise that those two were first and second. Uh, Dallas taking the win, his fifth career win already in only his second season, and we're only six races deep in season number two. J.D. Beach was second, and the jammer Jared Meese was third. Breyer was fourth, and he was fast qualifier early in the day when the track was loose, so uh, when the track slicked off a little bit, uh, Breyer did an excellent job on that restart and went around the outside of a few riders and moved up to fourth. Johnny Lewis was fifth, a solid finish, a top five for the Royal Infield. That's impressive. Sammy Halbert on that Dodge Brothers XR was sixth. Bronsonbaum went seventh. Colby Carlisle eighth. Davis Fisher ninth. And Jared Van tenth. And uh man, Brandon Robinson just having terrible, terrible luck so far this year. That was his third big crash of the season. You know, I mean he crashed hard at Sonoya. crashed again at the Arizona Super TT. So uh Robinson's gone down hard three times now. Taking a look at the Super Twins points now, Dallas Daniels again, a worst finish of second he has three wins three seconds in the lead now by 24 points which is almost one full race over Meese who's sitting in second with two wins and three podiums JD Beach in third one win three podiums Briar's back there in fourth with two podiums on the new new ride the new KTM and Davis Fisher some 55 points behind the leader only one podium and three top fives for Fisher tonight is the Lodi Cycle Bowl the night before the mile race uh, my buddy Brad Baker's going to be the Grand Marshal, so it'll be, it'll be cool to see him, and I am announcing that race. It's about the, I think it's about the 8th or ninth year I've actually announced the the Lodi Short Track, the night before the mile. The night, they call it the night before the big one, night before the mile. They do have 450 expert class, or 450 open, they call it, 85cc class, a vet 40 plus class, open singles, which is no experts, and then a vintage class. So five classes will be running tonight at the Lodi Cycle Bowl. If you've never been there, you gotta check it out. I uh, That's one racetrack that I really wish that I would have raced back in the day when I was still racing. I would have liked to have gone there and gave it a shot. I think it would have been a really good track for me, especially on my 600cc Rotax. Now, of course, all the fast guys are on the 450s because that's what they have, that's what they're running. Uh, but I think it's a great uh, Rotax track. Chad Coase always is fast there. He won last year over uh, Andrew Luker and Tony Myring. Tony Myring is a black plate California champion. He's a good rider, a little bit older than some of these kids on the singles, but Myring is always fast there. He usually sets quick time, which gives him a good starting spot. He usually stays up front, so uh, those those three are probably your odds-on favorite going in. Uh, Christian Spurgeon did win there a couple years ago, so he'll be fast. And then, of course, you can't count out any of those local guys you know, that run the Lodi Cycle Bowl all the time. Uh, I think they'll be hard to beat. Sacramento mile this weekend. Let's talk about it just a little bit. Um, there'll be two classes running AFT singles and super twins. Uh, good news is Dennis, the dirt whisperer Pearson is back to work on the racetrack. Um, I believe that will make for a better racetrack, just that in itself. But not only that, but we'll have some cooler temperatures. I'm hearing highs are in the low to mid-90s, as opposed to last year. It was 115 when they are putting on their leathers. So a little bit cooler temps. It's been cooler this week so far. It will be warm there on Saturday, but it's not going to be quite as hot as it has been. Um, Last year was a Yamaha sweep with Dallas taking the win in the Super Twins class. And Trevor Bruner taking the win on the Yamaha in the singles class. The top three from last year, Dallas Daniels, well, his first mile win of his career, Jared Meese was second, Breyer was third, and in the singles it was Bruner, Maxwell, and Brandon Kitchen. I talked to Kitchen's stepdad, which which is Mr. Donley, and he said that Brandon is done uh, for now. Um, they said it was just really expensive, so that's why we haven't seen Kitchen's name in the results at all. Looking at overall stats for the Sacramento Mile, Trevor Bruner's won the last three times In the singles class. He won in 2022. And there was two races in 2021. There was no races in 2019. Um, So as far as the super twins go. uh, Dallas has won. Meese has won there four times. He won both races in 21. He also won there in 19 and in 18. So Dallas kind of slowed down the train of Jared Meese. But before that it was the Brian Smith train. Brian Smith has won there seven times. Chris Carr won there nine times. And Scotty Parker has won there 13 times. In the singles class, Shannon Texter has won there four times. The last was back in 2019. She won 2017, 2013, and 2012. And uh, I just mentioned a moment ago that Trevor Bruner has won there three times. So uh, anything can happen on the Sacramento mile. And I think it's time for Yamaha to get back on top. You know, Bruner has won podium so far this season. That was at the season opener. So um, this will be a good place for him to get that thing turned around. You know, and then you got Tom Drain, little itty bitty guy. He weighs exactly the same as Shana Texter Bauman does. So that could be a good shot for him. It could help him get up to the front. With little mile experience, though, it might be hard for him to edge out some of these veteran single riders coming to the finish line. But uh, we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, some other riders to watch out for. It looks like Maxwell always does well in the singles class there. You know, smaller guys and girls. Um, but I think Cody Cop will be up there. You know you can't count him out. Last year I believe he was fifth, and maybe at that point of the season he was in conservation mode and maybe not pushing so hard, or maybe they just missed the setup there at the Sacramento Mile last year. But uh, you know you, you got to have Cody up there on the podium as well. So keep your eye on Shayna. Trevor Bruner has won there three times in a row. Uh, Dalton Gautier goes good there. He's won there on the XG 750 in the production twins class. He's also finished there second on the single. So Dalton should be out front. The two Yamaha's I mentioned Bruner, his teammate Drain. um, and maybe we'll see some wild cards. You never know. I mentioned last week that there was a rule change in the Super Twins class, and I kind of misunderstood it. So the the part that I misunderstood was the restrictor. The restrictor is going smaller, one millimeter. So that means it'll be a little bit bigger gap for more fuel to go through. So it, it is meant. To actually help the Indians I misunderstood it As it was restricting the Indians a little bit more So it should help the Indians a little bit But um, man you just never know How much it's going to help And will it even out the field You know with the Yamahas The KTMs and the Indians Coming into this weekend There are 17 Super Twins signed up Which are 5 Indians 4 Yamahas 3 KTMs 2 Royal Enfields 2 Kawasaki's And 1 Harley Davidson XG750 Um, with that rule change, I think that will help Jared Meese a little bit, but that won't be the reason if he wins, it'll be because he knows that place and he knows he has to win on every oval he can, because he knows how strong that JD beach and Dallas Daniel Daniels are on the oval on the TTs and the short tracks. Obviously we're done with the short tracks, but, uh, is going to have to win every oval, oval from here on out. If he wants to try to close that gap and, and, you know, he has to put Dallas behind him. And uh, he wants that ninth championship, of course. Everybody wants a championship, and Dallas is looking for his first ever in that Super Twins class in his second season. I mentioned 17 Super Twins. Well, there are 27 AFT singles. Also, the day after the Sacramento Mile, there's an amateur mile there on Sunday. And if you're there, if you're in town, it's free to the spectators to go in and watch. And it's the first time since 2019 that the amateurs have got to run on the legendary Sacramento Mile. Last weekend also was on Friday night was the Paris short track and I got a few results. I talked to some folks in the pit area, but Travis Pettin won the dash for cash. Um, They said Andrew Luker came through the field, got up to the lead of that main event in the, in the expert class or the pro class. Um, And then James Ott came around him with about two laps to go, went around the outside to take the win. So it was James Ott, your winner. Andrew Luker was second and Travis Pettin was third. Um, Next weekend, The Steve Nace Racing Series will be up at Sycamore Speedway, just a suburb of Chicago. It'll be amateurs, and I'm sure there'll be a vintage class and uh, other classes like that on Friday. And then the the AMA All-Star National Flat Track Series next Saturday, um, and I'll be up there doing that one. I do want to say a big thanks to everyone who stopped me in the pit area. Um, I didn't get to talk to anybody in the grandstands this last race at Ventura, but um, I did get stopped a couple different times um, it, it's humbling for for folks to stop me and tell me that they're so grateful that the podcast is back and and how excited they are to, to hear that the podcast is back and it it makes it makes it worthwhile um, I don't have all the information I don't have all the answers but I've been around the sport a long time and I love sharing my knowledge of the sport and for all the people that stop me, um, i really appreciate it i'm gonna do my best to keep it out every week it's hard it's a lot of work um, but it's worth it when you guys you know appreciate it uh, the numbers are coming in are, are awesome i appreciate each and every one of you folks for listening in um, it's just a little passion project that carter and i started a long time ago and it means a lot whenever people stop me and and uh, tell me that they're glad the podcast is back Well, that's all I got for this week. It was kind of short and sweet. Again, I'm still working on getting guests on here. Carter's going to try to spend some time with me, hopefully next week, and we'll get that dialed in. We'll get a guest on here or two or three or maybe every week from here on out. We'll see because I'm sure you guys get sick of just listening to my voice, but uh, I do what I can, and I'm trying to make this better. So smash that like button. Tell all your friends, and we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week right here on Off The Groove.